From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, that's uh, <laughs> Brian's wit right there. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to the American Homebrewers Association. They do a lot of support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us during the AHA. We'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on their furlength of our homepage or use, the, uh, or use blind-ninja-studios at checkout and join today. Also, I'm going to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoppenbrell Brewing, Brian Brines, and Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Tyler Romanski. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios or click on the patron link above our homepage at blindestudios.com and become a patron today. Brian. What have you been up to beer-related lately, my friend? Oh, my goodness. I know it's been a hot minute since we've been on mic. It's been a weird summer, folks. Yeah, it sure has. Uh, Nothing super crazy. Like, uh, just the only things I have to report are I showed up somewhere with with bush light, and everybody freaked out. Yeah, I mean, I understand (laughs) it, man. Like, when you bring lattes places and they're expecting beers. I don't know. It's an easy drinking beer. And like we were literally off mic. We were just talking and I am apparently I am a guy who buys a whole case of wine guy. You know, Brian, you've just become your dad. (laughs) 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 My dad drank Canadian whiskey. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Oh man, that's not a whole lot. I know I, I definitely you've just become Fraser then. Yeah, I know. Apparently, I'm a psychologist now. No, uh, I very definitely um, went to one of my favorite spots, and um, like my the first date that I went on with my my lovely uh, significant other Lucy Jean was at Lucette, and we. Uh, her friend lives in Switzerland. Uh, ah, yeah. She was back in town, and so. Uh, we went to Lucette and they had they had a couple new beers, but um, man, they, they just make incredible pizza and incredible, you know, it's, it's a great beer combination. And you just, you just can't go wrong. And I noticed they had also done a like a um, an expansion on the brewery too. Oh, so yeah, that was under construction last time I was there. Yeah, it looks like a um, to be maybe. Uh, I, I didn't really get the skinny. I guess I. Probably could have asked, but um, uh, maybe another time. Sometimes I'll... you're just at a place to enjoy the place. Yeah, yeah. And it's not and, for work reasons. And you know, I don't super like to out myself either because then I have, I like other things besides beer, you guys, in case you didn't know. What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, what about you, man? What uh, beer related? What do you have uh, Let's see, beer related. Uh, I did some brewing. Um, really? I knew I was going to talk about this, right? So well, you're about to leave. Yeah. For Germany. Um, yeah, which is uh, why I did some loggers. Oh, yeah. yeah lay let those, me get, lay yeah. those babies down. Yeah, let me go ahead. And uh, so I'll talk about one this week and one next week. Um, yeah, so beer-related, uh, what I've been doing is, I mean, I've just kind of been all over the place. Um, went out to Chicago. I uh, had a couple of beers there. Unfortunately, wasn't able to hit any breweries. Um, oh, I'm going to Chicago in a couple weeks. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. What are you uh, What are you heading out for? I'm gonna go see the Mars Volta <laughs> play play in at some 
Theater in yeah. uh, Chicago. Yeah, uh, we were we were downtown. I paid um, ten dollars for a sixteen ounce pour of Guinness. Yep, when and I, uh, got your hotel was like six hundred dollars for so one much. night. Yeah, it was yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, batches, batches is what I'm looking for. Anyway, so I uh, brewed a pilsner. Nice. Um, let's excited see. to try that. Yeah, let me. Pull I know up you've the been here. Uh, wrestling with that. Uh, style, I have been. I have um, been for a while, and I guess when we were kind of trying to come up with the style spotlight for this episode that we're recording right now, that you definitely, uh, I was like, oh, Pilsner. I don't. I was just throwing styles out yeah. there, and you were like, we've, we've talked, talked about Pilsner so much. Like, oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we yeah. So uh, here, here's the uh, here's the recipe on this Pilsner. Um, I did. Um, uh, so I did six pounds of Reese pills and five pounds of Best Malts pills. Okay. Um, so almost a 50-50 split, but it was like, what, 60, is it 60-40? Um, something like yeah. that. Um, and then I did, um, let's see, two ounces of Tetanang and an ounce of Saz um, at 60 minutes. And then I did a flame-out edition of an ounce of Tetanang and two ounces of Saz. Um, and then instead of the Y-East uh, Pilsen lager, which I've been using, um, I did Saf Lager 23. Saf 23. Okay. Saf 23. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And so that is, uh, I mean, it came in at, uh, my OG was 1048. Um, and so it's just been uh, lagering away now. I'm told there's no um, audio on the stream. Oh, let me fix that. Yeah, sorry about that, Andy. I and again, yeah, also sorry if uh, <laughs> Andy's the only one in the chat. So hi, um, I'm on the chat computer, and so that's why we didn't notice. But um, okay, should be good now, Andy. I fixed it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, we've been we've been out of studio for almost a month. Yeah, this like is... I had to dust the mics off. It was a whole thing, guys. Yeah. Back to your regularly scheduled uh, shenanigans. Right. So anyway, uh can you uh go back over those hops again real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Tetanang and uh sauce. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um I did um what did I say? I gave I gave you some notes. Uh, I did two ounces of tet at uh, boil with an ounce of saws at boil, and then flame out. I flipped that, so an ounce of tet and two ounces of saws. Okay, I was like, let's add complexity. Good choice. Um, and um, which is also why I did two different types of pilsner malt as well. For those that are just kind of jumping in, did, was that any different than that crackery one that you've been working on? This is the third, the third. or fourth rendition of the crackery. <laughs> I, I feel like it's fourth, but yeah. it could be third. Um, let's see. I added, yeah, so added uh, some gypsum into the water, um, mashed at, well, let's look at my brew day. What did I, what did I say? You know, when the software makes notes for you, it's real easy. <laughs> uh, mashed at 151 for 60 minutes, um, and I did a 90-minute boil on this. All right. Very cool. Yeah. 90 minute boil just for paranoia's sake even though grain is so very highly modified yes. right now uh, okay. well no 90 minute boil because i accidentally wrote the recipe for a 90 minute boil <laughs> so yeah then you're then your everything is like geared towards yeah 
Yeah, when like it was an oopsie that I didn't realize until brew day, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> There's another half hour. That's how she goes, man. All right. Um. Well, we have a commercial calibration. Uh, today we are doing uh, Dos Equis Ambar Especial. Uh, I cheated and I was drinking this already. I, I have before. been too. Like, it's really good. Um, yeah, so Dos Equis Amber, uh, brewed in Mexico since 1887, originally called Siglo uh, Dos Equis, to celebrate the arrival of the great 20th century. Uh, Dos Equis Ambar is an authentic Mexican uh, cerveza brewed in the style of Vienna lagers. Its signature amber color hides a subtle hint of roasted malts with a surprisingly smooth taste and a clean finish. Salud. 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 All right. Um, Ryan, let's 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 talk. Uh, so my head dissipated very quickly. Yours did, but mine's kind of hanging Yours in kinda there. It's kind of lingering, yeah. Um, crystal clear, this beautiful, like, reddish amber. Oh, yeah, very clear. Got uh, My glass is pretty frosty. Aroma, um, like so this subtle is caramel, little grainy. Vienna lager. You can really, you can really get just like a, a smidge roasty. Like this should be a hint, or just a smidge more than a hint. I guess when I say hint, I think I mean. I looked at some roast malt and thought about it. Yeah, um, but I would say like it. It's also sort of confusing sometimes to the palate. Um, this has got. Just a little bit of sweetness that's buffed by the lager character, which is buffed by um, the malt, or I'm sorry, the hop character. So I'm sorry, there's a long explanation and a bunch of words when all I really wanted to say was sometimes you perceive more roast because of the hop bitterness, or I do. Yep. It makes sense because, like, it'll, um, it can add a false astringency. Mm hmm. And which will kind of boost that roasty character. Yeah. Um, which is why some barley wines seem more astringent than they are, especially when they're young. Is you kind of like boost up both the roast and the um, and the hops. Did it say anything the bo- on the bottle? I, I'm a lot of t- just to remind people. A lot of times when Casey's talking, I'm researching some other thing or point, and he doesn't listen. It, correct. <laughs> um. Is there anything on there that says anything about like a burnt brown sugar? Nope. Yeah, like th- this is almost like there's almost some like kettle carm- caramelization to me in this beer, and I- I'm not I'm saying a- a- that I like it. It's pleasing. Oh, like a little bit of like the Maillard. Mm-hmm. Maillard toasted bread, and then yeah, like burnt sugar. Yeah, caramel burnt. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, this is, uh, I guess, like the first time I was introduced to this beer was in a giant 32-ounce mug at a local Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's, it's good. like, we would we would go, and, like, the question would be, what do you want? And we were like, Dos Equis Amber. That's funny, because I had one of these recently by accident, too, um, <laughs> at a Mexican restaurant in Eau Claire. Um, How'd you have one by accident? Oh, I was drinking regular Dos Equis, but like the, it was like a Tuesday and the place was packed. Taco uh, Tuesday. Tuesday night. 
I don't think it was a Tuesday because I don't think it was Taco Tuesday. I think it was like a one. I don't know. It was a weeknight. Let's it was Fajita Friday. Sure. Fajita Friday. It was Wing Wednesday. Wait, what? Carlos was there? Just kidding. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. It was a weeknight. They gave me the wrong beer, um, but I drank it anyway. Um, yeah, super packed. They had like all these different tequilas too. It was oh, delicious. Nice. Anyway, yeah, that's another thing. What are you, new? I guess I'm new. Even the dog's quiet today. I can hear the dog sawing on something. Yeah, well, you know, it's nothing's perfect. That's a big hip bone. I wonder what sort of animal that came from. <laughs> the anyway. last person who let their phone ring on the podcast. Oh, my God. That was not a ring. It was a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can't make that shit up. That's a... It's it says storm alert. That was my watch. Whenever the whenever the pressure shifts, my watch. Oh God, Handy. <laughs> How's it? Andy's in the live stream chat. Oh man. All right. Well, should we just it's dive into just our uh, like? Classic. I feel like we kind of covered the commercial calibration there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's dive into uh, our style spotlight. So this week we're doing a style spotlight on cream ale, specifically um, what I think should be called the Wisconsin cream ale. Yeah, but there's so many people out there that beg to differ that this is not a cream ale, including the brewery that produces this yes, beer. and we're going to get to the bottom of that today because yeah. we really have nothing better to do with our lives. We better swig these. Roast. Uh, cheers, buddy. <laughs> All right, there's the Wisconsin Beer Slam for you. Ooh-wee. While we get into the most Wisconsin of beers, that's right. Today we are talking about New Glarus's Spotted Cow. This beer is only distributed in Wisconsin. In fact, the entirety of the the brewery's catalog is only distributed in Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't know of another brewery that's intentionally like that. Right, and I would, I mean, this, you see people loading up, you can buy all kinds of beer and booze and alcohol at gas stations in Wisconsin. And so there are a lot of times if you're at a uh, gas station off of um, an exit, uh, like a freeway exit, uh, you see people loading case after case of this beer uh, into their vehicles. Um, It's extremely popular. It's like currency in other states, you know? Yeah. Uh, For example, we went down uh, when the brewery was just starting up hop and barrel. Um, we brought a whole bunch of new Glarus down to Lincoln, Nebraska. And again, it's like currency. Like everybody was sort of divvying it up on this table. Like, so everybody got e- an equal share of, you of know, spotted, the, cow. spotted cow and all these different beers that, that new Glarus made. It's, it's very fascinating, especially for us up here, because I guess, I mean, maybe we're rich or we just don't know it, but like, I think it's just lost on the, us. When was the last so, time you ordered a spotted cow anywhere? Oh. <sighs> Because it's been well over a year for me. I, a decade? There's always a another I beer. I don't want to say a better option necessarily because if I haven't had it in that in that long and I'm about to drink it, I haven't taken a sip of it yet. Um, maybe I will order it more often. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll do a little. Uh, uh, every drop of Wisconsin's original farmhouse ale, so they don't even call it a cream ale, mm-hmm. right? Um, is artisan brewed and bottled uh, by the hardworking employee owners of New Glarus Brewing Company right here in Little New Glarus, Wisconsin. Spotted Cow adheres to the Reinheitsgebot uh, purity law using only four hand-selected all-natural ingredients, yeast, hops, water, and malted barley. We allow yeast to remain in the bottle to enhance the fullness of flavors, so it's... An- it is naturally cloudy. Expect this ale to be fun, fruity, and satisfying. You know you're in Wisconsin when you see the spotted cow. 
Only in Wisconsin. Daniel and uh, Deborah. Yeah, so th- you were, there's residual yeast in this bottle. First of all, what what is immediately what's the issue with that? Well, I mean, or is there? Any? Well, let, why don't we uh, talk to the BJCP about it? Okay. Right now, uh, let's start. Uh, let's start with the aroma, Brian. Uh, so this uh, is category six A yeah, in the new in. style guidelines. Six A faint malt notes, sweet corn like. Uh, low DMS is common. Uh, I would say if you're brewing this style, really try to keep the DMS super low. Uh, everyone perceives that very differently. Some people don't perceive it at all. Now, uh, neither hops nor malt are going to, you don't want either of those to dominate. Hop aroma is low to none. So we're talking like, again, it looked at some hops, whatever. We're just trying to balance it out. So we're probably looking at a 60, which we'll get to when we go to the recipe, but faint esters may be present in some examples, uh, not required. No diacetyl. I don't know any styles except for English that or it's cool with diacetyl. And don't get DMS and diacetyl confused. So, DMS is more like corn or vegetables. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like cream corn. Diacetyl is like butter like when you go to the movie. Yep. Uh, so this aroma here, Brian, I'm not getting a ton of corn uh, or even malt. I'm getting more uh, clove and banana. Like, it's almost half of Eisen-like to me. Yeah, there's, it's more clove-heavy, and then there's very definitely um, more malt. Malty, sweet, not grainy. Yeah. Um, interesting. All right. All right, so appearance-wise, pale straw to moderate gold. Usually more pale. Had retention. Maybe no better than fair due to uh, some adjunct use in this one. It sticks around. This is sticking around, and it's clinging yep. to the side uh, residual protein. And then here's where we hit our first big stumbling bro- block. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant, sparkling clarity. I'm sorry, New Glarus. This is haze for days. Yeah, and that's fine cause, uh, we because we were in the bottle. A, they yep. were trying to make it clear. Exactly. Uh, flavor, we're looking for low to medium, low hot bitterness, low to moderate maltiness and sweetness, varying with gravity and attenuation, usually well attenuated. Neither malt nor hops prevail uh, in taste. Uh, a low to moderate corny flavor from corn adjuncts is common, uh, as is some DMS. Can finish, uh, or finish can vary from somewhat dry to fairly sweet from the corn, malt, and sugar. Fr- uh, faint fruity esters are optional, no diacetyl. So... Fruity esters, let's talk about that. I am getting a little bit of green apple, but not off-flavor green apple. Probably just more towards apple-apple. Um, like When you say apple, and if I think apple while drinking it, I can taste apple. Yeah. But I would not have said apple unless you had said apple. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe because it's spotted cow, not necessarily because it's supposed to quote be a cream ale or yeah well, people think it's a cream ale you can look on um you know some web so a few the, the history of spotted cow and like the craft beer and brewing articles when i'm looking at and um it's ju- it literally the owner of uh the co-owner owner of uh spotted cow says it doesn't fit the style guideline for a cream cream ale but people call it that but as long you know he always says oh if they don't he doesn't care what you call it as long as you drink. Yeah. You know, like, don't call me late to dinner, right? 
Yeah. Um, uh, mouthfeel, uh, generally light and crisp, although body can reach medium. Smooth mouthfeel with medium to high attenuation. Higher attenuation levels can lead to a thirst-quenching finish. High carbonation, higher gravity examples may exhibit a slight alcohol warmth. Overall, imp- overall impression, a clean, well-attenuated, flavorful American lawnmower beer. I mean, I would give it that final bit. Well-attenuated, flavorful lawnmower beer. Yeah, I... I mean, there's not a ton of residual sweetness in this. Like, there's sweetness, but, like, it dries out, like... Yeah, but the body still manages to be full and then finish... Finish, like, that crisp. Crisp. Yep. Which is hard to do. Yes. Um, On purpose. So, Brian, uh, before, or I think kind of, like, we're just going to jump down to that commercial examples uh, section, and would you let me know what's down there? Commercial examples... Genesee Cream Ale, Little King, King's Cream Ale, Anderson Valley Summer Solstice, Sleeman Cream Ale, New Glarus Spotted Cow. <laughs> Whatever. Wisconsin Brewing White Tail Cream Ale. Interesting, because you know what? Like years ago, and this is um, this, this is 2022s. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Um, old style. If anybody out there can get old style, that oh, yeah? when I was taking BJCP guideline tests and classes and stuff like that, um, which very difficult, but I highly recommend. Uh, if you can find BJCP courses in your hometown, uh, do it. It's worth it. That said, uh, Genesee was definitely an example. Um, Anderson Valley, I have never, ever tried that one. Um, but she whiz. Spotted Cow and... Old style's not on here anymore, which is interesting. Yep. Huh. Yeah. So, I mean, according to the BJCP, this beer fits style. So, yeah, totally. And they're talking here, too, about, like, six-row malt or six-row and two-row, 20% adjunct. So, flake, flake corn we could flake do. Flake corn. Or um, maize. They, I mean, if yeah, you want to yeah, flake maize. Pretend um, and that's then, different, that's fine. Glucose uh, or other sugars. Like simple sugar, 20% simple sugar. So, what are those, uh, if we're adding 20% glucose or other sugars to this, like, what's that going to do for that's us? That's going to dry us out yeah, real hard. For sure. And then and also, the corn's also going to dry us out. Though. Well, yeah, but, like, that's that six-row is... Low enzymatic potential, that corn, low enzymatic potential. Like, yep. where does that leave us with a heavier that, body? With, with a heavier body. Hence. And then we're cutting the legs out. The name cream ale. Even though there is high attenuation, yep. we can still have a pretty thick body, which, unbeknownst to me before I read this, that's, and, and not having this beer for a really long time. That's how I feel about this beer. So maybe this beer is to style. Yeah. <laughs> It's it is really good. It's very neutral. Like it's not. It's, no, it's. I mean, it's. This is. There's a reason this beer is on every tap, mm-hmm. uh, tap line, or like you can walk into any bar in Wisconsin and get a spotted cow. You yeah no. If you if you walk in and don't see a spotted cow, something leave. Something's wrong. Uh, you're not in a bar. You're in somebody's house. Probably. And even then, most even garages then. have at least a can or two of spotted cows sitting yeah. in the fridge. Yep. And if you go to somebody's house and they don't have a garage fridge and they live in Wisconsin, leave. Yeah, I would leave too. Don't be friends with that person. Get out of there. Like, if they have a garage and no fridge <laughs> in it, like, ooh. <laughs> get, get, like, where are they keeping get their beer? And their house there. fridge? Then where are they keeping their brats? That's a really good point. Where do people keep their brats? 
without a garage fridge. I don't know. Whatever. Where do they keep their deer meat? <laughs> <laughs> that goes in the deep freeze, bud. <laughs> True. True. All right. Well, let's build ourselves a little uh, spotted cow cloud. Oh, okay. So um, I'm thinking we're going to start with some six row, right? That feels, yeah. That feels right. Uh, that's fine. Uh, Brees, I'm thinking. Sure. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. Cause Wisconsin, Chilton, Chilton, Wisconsin. Um, I'm I'm thinking all breeze is kind of where we're gonna go with this, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, do we want any Munich in there, or is that too much? I don't. I don't know, man. Like, I don't like this. Doesn't seem like it has a super complex malt bill. Okay. But I'm not picking up corn. I'm not really either. And there's definitely more than six row in this. Maybe like a 10L Munich, maybe? But like the colors, like it still has that straw color. Oh, man. Yeah, I am. I'm feeling. Maybe a, a Vienna? A little bit of. No. 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 That, no, that'll kick too much. Oh, yeah. I think that'll kick too much color. I think Munich would do well in this, personally. Uh, so wait, wait, where are we at? You said we're just have six row. It could be six and two. Six row. Any pills? Oh. We're going to get real complicated real fast here, I think. I think so. I know we need to probably put some kind of flaked corn in here. Flaked barley would do really well in here. Dextrin would probably do really well in here. Does Breeze have a flaked corn? Uh. I don't remember. They do. They do. They have a yellow fl- flake corn, um, and they also have a flake barley. Okay. Yeah, let's... I just really think... All those things I named, I think, could go in here. Um, Munich's going to have to be real... I don't think they would do Munich, though. You don't think? I mean, I guess maybe. Okay. Like- uh, if it's a farmhouse ale... If it's a farmhouse ale, if we're if we're looking farmhouse instead of cream ale, I could see some Munich in here. I'm I'm trying to think of like when when this when this beer came out. Uh, what I don't know, twenty five thirty years ago, mm-hmm. and like what what did Dan have to work with? I just feel like Munich would have been a knee jerk back then. You think so? Yes, All I right. do. Man, Munich it is, Brian. <clears throat> uh, like three quarters of a pound, though. Like, well, and as light as I can get, just like just the breeze straight Munich. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's a seven nine, love a bond. That seems good. Um, just like point seven five of a pound. All right. Um, and then you think some pills? I think mm, some pills. I do. A bito cracker. Oop, hang on. That is. Turns out Pilsner is not a salt. <laughs> Gambrinus. Breeze pills and malt. Okay. Um, how, what, what percentage do you think that to, um, six row, like a 50, 50 on that? How much six row? I, I mean, I haven't, this, I just threw it on there. I haven't added, uh, an amount yet. 
Uh, you're doing Beersmith, or what are you doing? Uh, Brew, Brew Father. Father. Um, uh, is there any kind of efficiency? Uh, just I'm building it for counter. For, I don't really know how that software um, works. I'm building it for a brew house efficiency of seventy two percent. Okay, six row lower than the other base, but if there's like sugar or other enzymatic stuff that's going to help convert that six row. Yeah, let me um, cream ale select. All right. So, and then I do think we need to add something to cut the uh, cut this down. Maybe just some simple sugar. Though, I guess farmhouse ale, like, they wouldn't have done that at that point. And we have the corn. Yeah, do but we add corn for farmhouse ales are usually dry AF. But why? But why? Uh, I would say add some dextrin. Uh, we can't. Th- so, here's here's the other thing. Um, This follows the Rheinheitzke boat. Oh. Okay. So there's no there's no corn adjunct and there's no sugar. Okay. Because that would violate the Reinheitska vote. <laughs> Do we care? Yeah, we care. We're trying to make a clone recipe, Brian. <laughs> uh, all right. So where does that leave us? So you, you have you have to think like a like a, you know a '90s home brewer. Flaked barley. If we can't do flaked corn, we're gonna have to do flaked barley. Because I, where where was I going with all that was the way the body works, but yeah. it's also dry, and I think that'll get us there. What's the ABV on this? I don't know, five percent. Five percent. Okay. Um, so let's bump the pilsen up a little bit. Four point two to five point six is totally within style. Five point six. That's still like. All right. Here's here's what I have. Okay. Um, I have fifty-one percent pills. All right. Thirty-four percent six row. Mm-hmm. Um, eight and a half percent of flaked barley, mm-hmm. and six and a half percent Munich, which gives us an OG of ten fifty-one and an SRM of three seven. Ten. Total completely within style. Uh, we just got to nail fifteen to twenty IBUs now. Uh, I'm. Oh man. Um. Hop wise, I get such such little hop character. Yeah, one one or two ounces at at sixty. I want to say like an EKG or like a Willamette or probably a Willamette. Or Magnum. I don't something clean, something that's not yeah. too. So an ounce of Willamette will give us seventeen IBUs at sixty minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then yeasty beasties. I'd go with a Kolsch yeast. Oh, get that little fruity nash. Yeah, because I'm, again, I just can't stop tasting apple juice in this. Uh, what's the White Labs uh, Kolsch? I don't know. Uh, y yeast is 2565. We'll do Y yeast then. Cool. Kolsch to nope Kolsch. All right, um, and then we want soft water, so do whatever you can to your water to make that soft. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you ready for the final yes. recipe? Oh, uh, mash temp. Ooh, uh, high. Mash it high. One fifty-two. 
152, huh? Sure. Yes. All right. All right. So, okay. Final recipe is 51% Pilsen, um, 34% six row, 8.5% flaked barley, 6.5% uh, Munich. Then we're going to do an ounce, uh, or I guess 17 IBUs of Willamette at 60 minutes. Um, and then we're going to ferment with 25.65. Um, oh, and mash at 152. I like it. Not mad about it. It's a solid spotted cow recipe. Uh, <laughs> I misspelled Wisconsin, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andy says we don't get Andy Higginbottom in the chat says we don't get cream ale in the UK. Looking forward to this. And I said you can't swing a stick without finding spotted cow in Wisconsin. <laughs> you really can't. Or a dead cat. Or. Okay. Whatever else you're swinging. Petting your dog. Petting my dog. You can't pet your dog dog. without finding a cream ale. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, should we get out of here, Brian, and record the next one? Solid. All right. Hi, Lando. All right, if you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at uh, blindnewsstudios, or at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios, or follow us on Instagram at blindnewsstudios. If you guys have any questions, comments, or show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email, and we'll be back next week. See you guys later. Bye.